Hello, welcome to the Reasonably Effective Podcast, brought to you by myself, Uncommon Fossil, and 10 Types. Why don't you say hello? Yep, hello everyone. Hopefully you've all had a good week playing some Pokemon, either IRL or on live. Um, we've got a few, we're going to get to a number of interesting decks in the late last half of the podcast. Probably the bulk of the podcast will be discussing some interesting decks, but a couple little news items to get started off with. First, there was some news that came out about Twinleaf this week. Um, which, uh, and I want to say, I believe it is unofficial news as well. It's like, it's by the creators, but it, they have their own like website and, um, they have like a Twitter account and, um, it was not posted through that. Correct. I, I yes. I yeah. The the, the twin leaf web page is just very just has twin leaf just basically a logo and a link to uh, Twitter or X, and their uh, Twitter page doesn't really give any information on it. What, do you want to give a quick overview of what twin leaf is or what it's supposed to be before we get into the announcements this week? Um. Yeah. It's actually a little bit complicated. Um. <laughs> what exactly they're trying to do but um pretty much it's developed by it's led by dan tdm um if you don't know who right. dan tdm is he's i believe the biggest youtuber in the uk that might be incorrect but it's, it's uh, 27 million subscribers um and then a few other members of the pokemon community who are helping code a um a pokemon tcg stimulator um yeah that first off their main goal is to i believe to make one that doesn't actually do, like do anything um which i guess is a place to start at um but then it's going to eventually have automation um and uh yeah they've, they've done a unfortunately a bit of a bad job of sharing what they're doing i don't know why it's being all like secretive but that's that's how it's like kind of gone so far it seems strange because mm -hmm. um like the whole thing like the whole point like the the Arguably the biggest issue of live is that they didn't like tell us anything, and that's what Twinleaf is doing more. Um, but yeah, it's it's supposed to be it's supposed to essentially um, improve upon where live failed. The, that's the general concept of it. Um, I'm not sure the the exact specifics though. Yeah, so I um, my understanding, and well, first off, you're right. It's a bit odd that they haven't communicated. They had this, this announcement we're going to do something, and we got this big some big name people involved. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and I'll say, well, one, yeah, uh, I'll say it actually, I believe started around two months ago as well. It might've been a little longer. Okay. I, uh, yeah. Sometime over the summer months. Um, and, and obviously Dan TDM obviously knows social media and all that. So the fact that the communication hasn't been strong is a bit odd. Their promotion is something he, he would know about for sure. Um, my understanding is they were kind of look, obviously PT live has been a very, has been a bit disappointment to date so far. I think that's pretty unanimous in its agreement there. Um, and it was kind of to be, to be an alternative to live. And then what it would be was a question. I think the jet, what people were hoping for and still are looking forward to forward to it being is a full, uh, replacement to, to live where it does everything. But obviously that's, that's a big undertaking. Um, yeah. And their team is, um, only a few people as well. It, it um, originally had on their the Twitter page and on I might have been on the website. It had a list of the people, mm -hmm. um, and it had some stuff, and they like removed that stuff for some reason. I I, I don't know the reason, but they did. Yeah, and the, the the I the place I first heard about it was on for the Win TCG on his YouTube uh, channel. He talked about this, and he's talked about Twin Leaf some, and I think he has some communications with some of the people. I think he said uh, the team just lost a person, Jared Grimes, who he posted a 14-part uh, post on X or Twitter, so we'll kind of hit some of the highlights there. Who, who left the team? Did yes, I he's die. left the team. Yes, I, indeed, they lost a member. Yes, he left, and, and, he, <laughs> and he gives his reasons for leaving, as well as some of the troubles I think they're facing. And I think from uh, what Trust Your Pilot said is there's three people. For the win. Sorry, correct. Yeah, I always do that, make that, switch those guys up. But my apologies. Uh, for the win. And there's three people involved with it still doing development, which is not a big team. Oh, I, think, I think it's, I think you said two people, three, including Dan TDM, oh, who right. I don't think is coding. Who's promoting, not coding, right? Yeah. So just uh, some of these, these things here, a couple highlights here. So he says, um, I'm not going to say anything that will get me get me legally in trouble here, but it says, but all I can say is directly releasing a live competitor is a horrible idea from a legal perspective, um, which is a fair point, right? If, if you 
you know, obviously Pokemon is a massive franchise, a huge intellectual property of great value. Uh, Pokemon is going, you know, has to is going to protect that. And if you're trying to make a direct competition to live, I would think Pokemon's going to be unhappy, and you're running risks there. So that's yeah. The, one go uh, on. Uh, one thing I want to say about that is. Um, I, I understand it, and it's fair. Um, they're being very cautious. That could be why they're not like saying anything. That probably is. That to me is the only justification, uh, or they don't have anything. Um, right. But it's probably that they they're just. It seems like they're being, being very quiet about it. For um, so, there are other things that are similar, presumably mm-hmm. to Twin Leaf, that uh, uh, I don't want to say don't care about the law, but they just like do it. As far as I know, and for example, T- okay, I don't actually know. I'm going to throw some examples. I don't know if they, um, this they might be very uh, cautious of the law, but there are definitely mm-hmm. some out there. I'm sure that d- don't care that much, um, and just like do it. There's like TCG one, which has game rules, I believe, and um, like does stuff, and it's all right. It's not amazing. Okay. I, I've heard some people who used it and say it's very good, or not very good, but like pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Untap. There's tabletop simulator there's right. limit the limitless tabletop thing um and those all in some sense tread on live's toes and pokemon's toes and use pokemon's properties in some way right um and they have as far as i have know have not gotten in trouble um like at all so um i don't know maybe they are being as cautious as they should be uh but to me it seems like they're being overly cautious uh it certainly seems like the legal issues are hurting their process well it seems to be all right the um the limitless uh simulator is really a one person thing so you can kind of play solitaire testing with the deck I uh, think. Yeah. limitless simulator is probably the best looking but the weakest like it doesn't really do much it's kind of in my opinion it's not particularly useful i don't exactly know the purpose of it yeah i'm but. not using it either but but my point is it's not a full-fledged um client for to play the game in so therefore i think that's partly why it's safe from most likely running risking the wrath of pokemon it, it, it you can't play the full game you know is part of it obviously if any of these things get too yeah, popular but in some of them you can like teach do one and 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 they don't make any money off a of line like um yeah like it, it's kind of strange um it's not like they're actually like losing. In fact, they're they're probably gaining money. If Twin Leaf did well, they'd probably gain money because it would get more people into the TCG and buy actual stuff. Because Live makes zero money. Um, yeah. Essentially, it, it again does kind of get people into the game, but um, essentially, um, Twin Leaf uh, doesn't do much bad for them. Um, not that they wouldn't necessarily go after it, um, but like. To, I don't know. To, like, it seems like, unless Twin Leaf's just like slandering Pokemon, um, that like, it's it's good for them. Well, yeah, it's it's this is not the day to do it. But I think you know, does Pokemon Live need to have some monetization? What's the purpose of it? Is all an interesting discussion, which isn't related to this, but not directly. So I, I do think that's a big question too. But in a sense, I think you know, Twin Leaf came out with the idea of the Pokemon communities up in arms that live is, is terrible. A lot of people, obviously a lot of content creators calling live garbage and stuff on a regular basis have been. And then Twin Leaf came out on follow with that hype, right? Saying we're going to do it right and show and show you how it can be done. So in a sense, they were, it was taking a shot at Pokemon live in a sense. I think. Uh, yeah, it, it kind of was. Um, so, and there's the table. And they clearly were not able to deliver on that either, which is uh, yeah. A bit unfortunate. Right. Pokemon struggled with live and Twin Leaf is struggling too. And there's a tabletop simulators, but they're very different too, right? Um, and they, first off, they do a wide variety of games and it's not automated. So, it, um, it, well, some of the, like Untap is, I believe. Untap is, or no, sorry, not Untap, uh, no. TCG One. Okay, which is, I don't uh, know that uh, one. So, yeah, I, I know the tabletops, there's the two tabletop simulators, the one we did briefly, the free one, and then there's one you can pay. Um, and, but they also do more than just Pokemon, right? So, um, yeah, which they, seems even scarier to do legally, <laughs> right? Because they because they actually have the cards for Pokemon, they actually have the cards for Magic, and and they could probably get a cease and desist order. That's a risk they run. But um, anyway, this is targeting one game, Twin Leaf here. So th- there's the legal issue, and then they said, "Hey, Worlds came up, and people were involved with Worlds, so it took away time for development." That makes sense, right? People, it's fair. I feel like they should have planned it a little better, or should have. Um... I mean, in some senses, I'd, I'd say Twin Leaf is much more important than Worlds. 
Um, it, it impacts more people than worlds. If it works. If they, like, deliver everything that they promised they'd deliver. Or they, yeah. Yeah. And then there's, I'm not going to read through it, but the next couple tweets talks about the difficulty and what a big undertaking it is in that he says I definitely underestimated how much work it would be so I think I, th- I imagine that's part of why the silence and the lack of, of, of development in news right they, they're just not making the progress they want which is not surprising and perhaps then could give, be, give us a more generous attitude towards live I, I don't know they have the big they have a big corporation behind them of course yeah, I feel like live. I was like, you know, is that like, does it give me? I guess I was thinking about this. Someone is like, does it make me feel better at live? But like, no, this is like like three people like working in like their basement. Um, and I mean, they haven't shown essentially anything. They've shown a little bit, but um, yeah. versus like live, which is like, you know, billion people say billion dollar corporation, but they they could certainly easily spend like a million dollars in live. I think I don't actually, I'm just throwing stuff out there and I'm just kind of making stuff up, but they could <laughs> um, definitely uh, live could definitely be better than it is. Um, yeah, it could. I mean, Pokemon's a weird beast because you have this huge company, but then you have what TPCI, which is the TCG outside of Japan. And I think the anime and that's all they have. I don't think they get any video game money and stuff. Wait, so. Why is it have the, anime? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think know that's what it is. It's, 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 it's but you know, it, it's, a, a weird corporate structure, as, as, and I don't fully understand it, but certainly who gets what money is an issue, too. Pokemon, the TCG doesn't get all of the resources they want from Pokemon is the only point I'll put there. Um, yeah, definitely. I'm sure it's um, – I, I, I imagine there are probably some people within Pokemon, as, but, uh, certainly like the developers, who are like, we need more stuff. Um <laughs> Yeah, so, I, I, I don't think I don't think like Pokemon is just a company that's like we like hate our players. I don't think that's what they're like, but I think um, they're just trying to do what works best for them, uh, which is not necessarily what works best for the players. Yeah, I, I will say this on the uh, I, I didn't said I wouldn't get into, but the monetization, the other games that were compa- that people compare live to, like like Arena or the other. Loses a Runeterra and stuff. They're all monetized, right? I believe, right? So therefore, uh, yeah, and a lot, like probably too much. Yeah, which is a negative. But therefore, they're going to get resources put in beyond what live is. Live will never be at that level if it's just a free way to promote the game. I think so. That, that's, um, yeah, but um, unless it's doing a really good job at promoting the game, right? And and obviously, Pokemon, the cards are selling. So if 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 live helps with that, then. They're certainly glad. I, I'm not sure the dynamics there. Um, but getting back to Twin Leaf, the other th- here's what he says about the state of things right now. The team has mostly completed a two-player manual simulator. Think l- limitless tabletop for two people. So that's also then close to the tabletop simulators, I, I think, right? Where you yeah, that's just the table. I don't know why he's referring to tabletop simulator. Um, I, I think similar, I suppose, like tabletop. Maybe more people know it, but well, the other problem is if you the uh, the tabletop simulators already exist, so I don't know if you say it's going to be like the tabletop simulators already exist, but for just one game instead of multiple games, then it's like, well, why are you wasting your time, right? Yeah, which is kind of what I'm thinking. <laughs> so, so, so tabletop simulators exist, and they're okay. We we played it, and we didn't do great with it, but we hadn't really played it before, and we were able to within a half hour start playing a game, pro, you know, effectively. I mean, right? it wasn't. I'd say it was bad like well it wasn't like it's not a good video so but we could play it and if we played it on a regular basis i i think it would be fine right if Uh, that's what we wanted to do i think it would have been i mean i think it's i'd still say it would be worse than live um Uh, yeah you need to have a friend i think it works within a friend group um Uh, in some senses is like irl but online i guess Mm -hmm. where you like talk with people and you um right play different slower and more casually Right, nothing's animated, and you, you have to do a, a request with someone, basically. It's not a just open no to ladder. pairing the next person. And it would be very tricky, even if you had a ladder you'd pair it in, where you're relying on your opponent to like put the damage counters on or knock out their Pokemon. Right? People could cheat. Right? You can't control the environment, so it, it would be very problematic. So, Yeah, it wouldn't work. So, 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 so they're close to getting a manual simulator, which I'm not sure how helpful that's going to be and then yeah i don't think that's it's not necessarily super easy but um it's not the hardest thing i i i think i would describe it this way um which is a bit of an exaggeration but i called it like a glorified version of powerpoint <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no it's, it's like you know it's cool 
Right. I mean, if you and I uh, sat do down, new. right. If you and I sat down and built that program, I mean, I certainly very pleased with ourselves, but I don't think it's adding a lot to the community because it essentially exists already. Um, and then this is planned to be the first phase release, the second phase being the actual live clone with automation. Now he calls it a live clone. He's left the team. Calling a live clone is not, you know, you're looking for legal trouble, right? Live clone with automation. So obviously that's what we people want, and that that would be awesome. But you know, certainly you're risking the wrath of Pokemon putting that out there. So um, uh, yeah, I guess. So anyway, so so that's. Um, do you, you have know. anything else to say about Twin Leaf? No, no. I, he, he gets I have one more, more thing. In, into the legal stuff. In, in some of his words, I don't know that the other people at Twin Leaf are happy. It says, unfortunately, like yeah, I said, there's I, a massive legal issue with ripping off Live directly, which is why I don't I won't be affiliated with this project at all moving forward. So he's essentially yeah, saying they're ripping off Live, have, right? It might. Have, I think. I think there might be. I don't want to start beef. Is and he, I don't is want he, to say things he might, that be, untrue, he might be unhappy with Twin Leaf. Uh, yeah, there might be a bit of bad could, blood there. Could be. Um, which um, is not. Which could be cause of some of the issues. But I don't think it's. I don't think they necessarily left on like good terms. I don't know if they necessarily left. Yeah. On, they left on bad terms either. Um, but it's not a great system. Um, but then I have one other thing to say. Uh, I was yeah. because in the Discord server, I think this is for the wins. Um, uh, I saw something by well first of all I saw the version I just glanced but I think it is like the alpha version of the thing mm -hmm. uh, and it looked like there's some other thing I showed on my channel that was apparently not twin leaf it looks just like that except like it well, essentially looks like that I might show it on my channel yeah well for the wins video he gets on I think he shows that other thing and he says that was something that someone had done previously and they think yeah, it'll look like that. Posted, but they, then they posted and there's a newer thing. Okay. The thing that was shown on For the Winds video is what I've shown before. Mm -hmm. um, but then there's a newer thing posted, which I believe was Twin Leaf, which looked very similar. Um, but then also uh, someone asks, are you, so are you adding standard format or like expanded format Yeah. Um, for like game rules? Uh, and then mm -hmm. uh, the episode, I believe, or one of the people said, yeah. uh, so at first we're going to do standard and like maybe expanded. Uh, yeah. But eventually they plan to add uh, game rules for every format which is a bold claim to make yeah i mean you can't because there are like infinite formats <laughs> right right what what do you right are you gonna allow pre-release format with a 40 card decks and and such yeah. or not i you know um... what if you have like like region challenge format or um I don't know. There, there are a lot of stuff, but I thought that was funny. Right, right. A, a I don't know exactly um, what that means. Right, mutant cube. Mutant cube format. I, I mean, now you you do have that on tabletop simulator, right? Where you just do everything manually. Um, well, it, yeah, pretty much. Or right? on tap. Yeah. I mean, right on on one of those. Yeah. Right on a, in a right where you're doing it manually, but that's not what people want. We want it automated because it's yeah. So that, much this was better. specifically about rules, and so, they said they're going to add all the rules, which is. Um, that's bold. I don't think that's true, but that's not that hard of a thing to add in either. Uh, but I thought that was just something funny. Yeah, right. So they're a little uncareful, lack of carefulness with their words then, because all, all types aren't possible. But um, <laughs> so we'll, we'll see. I mean, perhaps something will come out soon. You know, I, I don't know. So anyway, that was the latest news on, on, on Twin Leaf. People have wanted news because they have been very quiet about it. And the latest news was negative. Um, for the win, uh, he, he gives he, he got a little bit of feedback from some of the, the act people still involved with Twin Leaf that's a little more positive. So uh, we'll see what the future holds there. But, you know, to me, the best hope is Pokemon gets their act together in live, gets at least to the level of PTCGO, which that I think will happen eventually. Right. It's just a matter of how long and how painful the process is. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think now it's time we go into our next segment, our main segment. Yeah. We talked about Twin Leaf for longer than we thought, but I think yeah. it's good because we uh, we need to talk about Twin Leaf at some point. And when we actually have something to talk about, we did. Yeah. Um, Wait, what, but, what other uh, thing, if I can? I just Because you uh, want to talk about the decks, but 151's coming to live this Thursday. Uh, yeah. So I just wanted to point that out. And there is an update, so it's, you're going to be service shut down on Tuesday. There are a few updates, nothing a big deal. You, if you ever want to find out about it, go to the Pokemon forums. They'll tell you what things are fixed. There's a few cards and minor things. Um, the big issues, like not selecting cards, I don't think will get help, unfortunately. But anyway, that's it for that piece of news. Mm -hmm. No, and they are not patching. From what you said, I didn't actually read the patch notes. Um, mm -hmm. They are not patching the infinite like card glitch, um, 
which mm -hmm. is actually very much related to pretty much all the glitches with live. Um, but they were patching like one of the glitches related. So I don't really know what's happening. Yeah. Um, but hopefully it fixed. It gets fixed, you know. I mean, they're fixing something, so that's good. So far with their their fixes, they are fixing more than they're breaking. There certainly was a period of time when they, the fixes were probably causing more damage than help. So, um, you know, it's, it's progress, but not it's certainly not where it is, I think it's fair to say. Uh, yeah, I guess I, I'm not, it, what, it's not where it is. It's what, not, it's not mean? the place it should be. It should be oh, better. Okay, Live should be better than it is now. Um, is what, it, you know, it's yeah. on a, still a, an upward trajectory, but a slow, slow progress is where I've seen it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, now, so, sorry, I cut you off. So you want to get back to introducing the, the main segment? Yeah. We're just going to be talking about some fun decks. Um, actually, I think you should introduce this. This is your idea. Um, and based on a video you saw, right? Yeah, a video from uh, Ember Power. So that's another YouTube YouTuber. Check out his channel. Has some good content there. And he was just talking about uh, one, and actually one tournament on, on Limitless. Limitless is a good resource for decks, um, which we use a lot. We've talked about, and we're looking at decks and Limitless for for all of this. And he was talking about a tournament in an NTV deck, and this is not NTV with Charizard, but NTV is the as the attacker in the deck basically. Came in second at a tournament, unusual, and he called it a tier two or tier three deck. So, which I think is a fair statement, right? Tier one decks, uh, maybe there's ten or so decks of the top decks that you'd, you'd choose for, say, an event to do do well. Typically, the meta, which which ones are actually the t top tier one decks, change with the meta some, but you always have, you know, Mu V Max has has been a strong deck since it's been out, right? Sometimes it's in and out based upon what you're going to face against it, but it's a top, a tier one deck, let's say. So tier two decks, tier three decks, there's a lot, you know, what, 20, 30 tier two decks. There might be 40, 50 tier three decks. And to me, there's a lot of decks there. There are strong decks you can do well with, like this this deck, this NTV deck that we'll talk about first, came in second out of 129-person tournament, went 6-1-0, and oh, so it did very well. Um, but you're not going to do consistently well with a deck like this. But I think decks like there's a lot of decks to choose from. It's just more interesting place than the tier one decks. You're at a very small set of decks that everyone knows. There's a lot of variety. Um, just I think the tier two to three, they're strong enough decks to you're going to win enough because you know bad decks like I was with, finally finished my Toxicroak EX deck. That is not a tier two or three deck. Tier two or three deck. It's a tier four, probably a tier five deck. Um, and it's, that's less fun for me just because you don't win a lot. But tier two, two, tier two, three, you win, but there's variety. So do you kind of think, see the same decks, decks the same way? I'm, I'm still like confused because like why I'm, are you I'm, tiers I'm, and numbers? It's SABCDF. That, that's uh, the only right way to do it. But yeah, no. So I'd say if you're looking okay. at like top tier decks, um, <laughs> the way I look at it is generally on Limitless again, or play Limitless. Yeah. Um, there's other is a deck every deck above that i consider like one of the like top meta decks or whatever um they're not necessarily the strongest but they're probably include like the strongest decks in most played decks and that's kind of what you yeah. want to be looking at um mm -hmm. and then like maybe rounding off the top 20 or 30 or like some of the um like a little off meta but not like super off meta decks mm -hmm. and then like after like 30 years you're into like rogue territory i'd say um mm -hmm. and not like probably too good some of them could be good um but most of them probably aren't uh and they're kind of kind of strange they're not optimized as well these lists here yeah that, that's a pretty good 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 description like looking at the top 10 other is 11 so it, you have giratina loss on charizard gardevoir loss on box chen pal backscalibur right on flaffy Fusion Muse, Single Strike Lugia, Arceus Giratina, or Inteleon Urshifu. Those, those are, that's a good representation of probably the Tier 1 decks now, I think, without a lot of debate. And then it falls off. You have Arceus Gudra, you got Meowskarad in 21. The decks fall off, but, but, they're, but they're, they're decent decks. Then you have Superior uh, down at 48, and you have Spydops at 46. That's at falling below the levels you're talking about some. Um, I think, yeah, I mean, I think, wait, what was the other one? Spider Ops. Uh, yeah, Spider Ops yeah, isn't, isn't great. Um, I think, like, once you get below, like, 30s, you get a bunch of, like, weird stuff. Some of it is, like, pretty good stuff, and some of it is just, like, random stuff. I Yeah, looking um, at that's true. I think that's very, very true. You got United Wings is okay. You got Bayonet. You got Arceus Umbreon. That's certainly a, a solid choice, so. Yeah. Um, you have a, a, a funny mix of things, but things that are okay and some things that are pretty sketchy. Yeah, and also a lot of things you'll see like near the bottom, you'll see like outdated decks, like decks that used to be good, 
um, like Ice Rider, um, like mm-hmm. Arceus Tabacoco. We've talked about that before. Right. Um, like Umbreon Urshifu. Like people don't really play these decks anymore. Um, oh, it's your boy Cast Form. That didn't do too well. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, un- so you want to talk a little more about the Entei deck though? Yeah, so getting into the Entei deck, and I like Entei, and it plays Magma Base, and you have four Magma Base, and right, the stadium that accelerates a, a fire energy from the discard to when your bench Pokemon does 20 damage to it. Entei's of, you know, it's like Suicune V, that was the first one to come out. You have Entei, and then you have the uh, what, Raikou, right? That's the lightning one that does the yep. same thing. Each has the ability to draw a card if it's active, does damage based upon the number of bench. So full benches, it does 220, which is the number you want to hit. So it, it can get to 220. That's nice. This one, Entei has 230 HP, so the others are 220. So that extra 10 is actually very important. And when, when No, I, none of them are. I don't believe any of them are 220. Oh, uh, what are they? Are I they? believe it's 230, 210, and 200. Uh, is Suicune, okay. how much HP? I think Suicune's. Oh, Suicune might be... 200, okay. 210, and no, Raikou. Raikou's definitely 200. Yeah, that was 200, you're right. It is 200 because I yeah, I need one less bench Pokemon to knock them out. Um, but 220's kind of, you're right, 220's the magic number for a lot of Pokemon, I would say, right? For That's kind of the number you want, usually for a two-prize basic. Getting that extra 10 and 230, it's it's a big plus. You, you A lot of times, like, Maridon hits into you, they just miss you by one, and that obviously big in a game so that extra 10 hp helps you know you, you survive one more hit most games uh at some point once during the game uh, yeah usually. but keep in mind if you magma basin you will damage yourself um you have that that's part of the yeah. yes you have to be careful about the magma basin you you want to not use it if you can right um and you play switch cart also in the deck because it, it's an all all basic attacking deck this one you have the Entei's. This this build also plays four Moltres's. The Moltres from what set is it? Oh, Go. Pokemon yeah. Go. It says it on the card. Uh, I know. It was too small for me to see. Yes, correct. That, that one I should know, right? It says Pokemon Go. And that's that boosts the, the the damage by basic fire Pokemon by 10. And you already get the you get 20 more for having a basic in play, or a Pokemon in play. So it gives you 30 then with the Moltres, a, a, a set of four. I've actually played. I played the deck some and I enjoyed it actually getting a full bench of Moltres, then uh, th- that really helps the, the, the math, too. You, it plays two Choice Belt, two Bravery Charm, right? At, like I said, it's tanky at 230. You get to 280, which, um, you know, you wish to get to 290, of course, because 280 is what people are trying to hit. But it still, it, it helps again. Or, or if you have put Magma Base and put the energy to it, then that Bravery Charm takes you above the 220 again. Um, it's just, you know, it's, it's a solid deck, um, plays a Radiant Charizard, which you'd expect in this. Um, where the deck gets interesting, I will say, is and, and the deck plays Jet Energy, which you'd expect now, which is relatively new. Um, what was that? That was from... I believe that was... Um, uh, it's Paldea Paldea Ball. Ball. Okay. Yeah. So Because you need to switch if you're Magma Basins, using Magma Basins, so yeah. Jet Energy helps a lot. Um, but then it plays two other Vs. It plays Delphox V, which I've played in some other decks, Um it does 120 for three. That's, that's not ideal. But then if you, you put you put two energies in the loss zone, and it also does 120 damage to one of your ben- opponent's bench Pokemon. So that can be important, right, within the game. You want to be careful because loss zoning energy, you don't you have Magma Basin, but you're not accelerating a ton of energy. So you got to be careful with that, but that can be important. That, that one's pretty straightforward. But then it plays Volcanion V, which is an odd one, I think. That's a single-strike Pokemon that, honestly, I forgot existed. Um, and the main, yeah. I mean, right. I mean, and I had, to, I built the deck and I wanted to put it in it. I had to craft it cause I didn't have a copy cause I, I never, I've done some single strike. Obviously it, it doesn't single strike energy doesn't pay the attack cost is fire. Um, yep. so, but for fire, fire, Carlos, it does a hundred damage and then it does 10 more for each. Uh, oh, and then it has 10 or more damage counters on it, which you're not getting there with Magma Basin, right? So that's not going to uh, No. <laughs> you, you accelerate five energies to your Vulcan. <laughs> yes, you probably have to do that. Then it does 150 more. So it does 250, but that's three energy. You know, generally, I think Entei for two energy is probably better, right? Um, but you, obviously... Uh, yeah. No, Volcanion here is for, as you're saying, you want to hit 280. So Volcanion yeah. plus Choice Belt can hit 280 if you have... Um, three Moltres, and you're against like Mew, you can hit 310. Mm-hmm. That's the idea. Um, and then you play Thornton. Right. So your Entei uh, gets hit into. Uh, right. Hopefully, he lives. You switch into Volcanion and you hit for uh, well, ho- hopefully to KO like for... a, uh, an evolution multi Right. 
Now, but but the NTV plus a couple of Moltres's and Choice Belt can do can get can just about get to the same damage level. So, um, but in, in, when you when you use Thornton, you keep the uh, the tool stays on it too. Correct? Is that right? Yeah, everything yeah. will stay on. And energy, which is obviously energy has to stay because you need three energy. So you attach one extra energy to make to pay the attack, assuming it's like an NTV that wasn't knocked out. So it. Uh, you know, how often is it going to come off, though? I'm not sure, because you don't have an engine with the deck, right? That With a deck like this, doesn't have an engine, I, which, you know, uh, so you are you going to get the Thornton the turn you need it, right? I, I'm, I'm not sure that you're going to pull it off very regularly, I got to say. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can, I don't know, I think it's okay. It plays two Thornton, it plays tracking yeah. shoes, plays four Sealstone, and NTV also draws cards. I think it's okay, Um yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know. This is this is the deck you chose. So. I did. I like the deck. I the the, the Volcanian V. I still that one. I'm not sure about. I, I would probably think. I think the deck's probably better without it. I played it with it. I never used it. The Volcanian V. But of course, I didn't believe in it. And therefore, when you don't believe in it, you don't try to use it, right? So partly it could be my fault too. I wasn't. A, you got to be aggressive to get the Volcanian V in the discard pile early as a priority, right? In a certain sense. Um, because that's where it's yeah. going to come from. You're going to throw it into play late game, um, and you, that extra damage has to be meaningful to you. So, you know, I, I don't. But it, look, NT, here's here's why I like the deck, and I think it's good. NTV is a high HP single prize attacker that does a meaningful amount of damage. Right? It can one shot a multi prizer. It two shots like all of the multi all the three prizers or the the evolution. Uh, Two prizers, um, and and that's kind of that tool, and that's kind of what you're looking for, right? With that, you can win the prize trade. Potentially. Did you say it one shots all the evolution two prizers? No, it two shots those. Oh, two shots, yeah, yeah. It can one shot, and and I right with the Moltres. Um, obviously, the fact that you can't can only buff boost the damage against a uh, ex by ten, right? You can't choice. You know, there's no tool yeah. that, that or forty, but like. With the Moltres, yeah. right. But there's not a tool, right? Choice Belt doesn't work against it, work for that. Oh, yeah. You could use Defiance Band. Which um, does 10, right? No, Defiance, no, Vitality Band is 10 to everything. Defiance Band is if you're down. Oh, if you're behind, you, you can. Yes, yeah. and I have tried that. Um, just, you, you know, hopefully, you know, getting behind on prizes the right turns, then I find tricky to sequence. But maybe that's just me. So it, it's, it's, a, it's a good list. It's pretty straightforward, all in all. Uh, the Volcanian V is the one, and then when do you use Delphox? But Entei, Moltres, it's it's a very solid combination. I, I don't think I played a deck with four Moltreses before. I, I, I know I put some, I don't think I stacked it with four. And actually, getting four in play, it, it feels good when you get to that point in the game. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, so I think, you know, this is very much a tier two, probably a tier three deck, but it's a solid deck. You can win with it. Your opponents also aren't as familiar with what to do against it, even in a, an event where the deck list is open, they haven't practiced the matchup so much. So that that's an advantage too with these types of decks too. And you know, to me, you see a lot of these decks depending what your ranking is on the ladder, which is nice. To me, you like. I mean, I think I think like no matter what your rank is, you'll see some weird stuff. I mean, not as much not as much as in PCGO where um, stuff was more expensive than other decks. Like right now, yeah, I mostly see mana decks, um, and my ranking is not that high. It's like six hundred or something. Mm -hmm. Um, but right, I mean, yeah. you have to, the cost to, to to craft the Volcanians. The much is is the same as any other V. So you have to th so depending on your resource level, you might not want to spend. Would like I rather resources. play like this or like Gardevoir EX? I'd, I'd actually rather not play Gardevoir EX. I don't like that deck. But um, yeah, right. And if you don't have a bunch of Entes to start with, I, you know, it's, it's might not be the best use of resources. I will say. But anyway, it's it's a type of deck. That you can certainly win with. You can you can win fifty percent of the games at least. That's that's what I like. It you know run fifty percent in general. You play it well. You can do better than that, um, and you're in most games. So I, I think it's a solid deck. Water's not too strong right now. That that obviously ruins these fire yes. decks. It's now water's good. good, but there's not water everywhere, right? Yeah, that's true. During and like Cramorants everywhere, but that doesn't have weakness. Exactly which is right. Very good. Right when Palkia came out, you just you, know, you couldn't play Entei. Yeah, I would, I would say. Um, All right. I so, think it's time to talk about that for enough. Yes. Um, next up, I got a bit more normal, conventional. This is probably better. This might be like one of the best decks we're looking at today, but it's a bit interesting. Um, 
It's Arceus mm-hmm. here. Um, straight, boring Arceus. It plays for Barrel, School Rate, Superior Tomb, Radiant Greninja. So this is where things get a little bit interesting. Yep. Um, you got Radiant Greninja, which has obviously its draw ability, but this list runs three paths, so it's not the most useful thing. <laughs> um, but right. when this list doesn't even run Penny either. So um, not Penny. It doesn't even run um melanie either so um the main idea a lot of lists like this do run melanie but right um, water the discard melanie to the arceus yeah yeah but this list runs poppy and that's really the interesting thing about it um poppy really interesting supporter from obsidian flames yeah uh this is move up to two energy from one of your pokemon to another one of your pokemon also in lists like this i've usually seen pidgeot because you can search out stuff easier but then you can't path so this list runs barrel and scove instead of that Poppy, right. you can't necessarily find exactly when you want it, but um, the idea here is you take energy and it's on probably some Arceus, and you move two waters from Arceus onto Radiant Greninja, um, yeah. and then you can just go ahead and Radiant Greninja, and it's a pretty simple concept, but I think it's a fun use of a card that doesn't see very much play um, and isn't wasn't on too many people's radars, and I figured that was just worth um, worth talking about. Uh, I certainly am not going to talk about this deck too much, but I think that's just a fun concept. Yeah, I mean, I do wish that they played uh, some Melanie because that is the way if you don't get an energy attached turn one, you have to have Melanie to be able to atta- attack turn two with the V-Star. Uh, yeah. Often, yeah, oftentimes then in that situation, you'll try to go in with the V with like double turbo, but you still right. might want like another V-Star to set it up and it's a bit, it's pretty awkward. Right, you have to get two Vs and play turn one because sometimes you only have the one V, you have to evolve it to the V-Star, but then you can't attack with it. So, to use, you know, you evolve to use the ability to set up the turn, but then you can't attack. So I wish they had that include, but Poppy's interesting. Um, and then, you know, playing the V-Guard energy, the Jet energies make makes sense with a deck. Um, only one Sharon, right? In one sense for a, an Arceus deck, Traditionally, you would have played some more Sharons, but I guess you're not. Uh, uh, yeah, I think it's, attack, it's just trying to play it safe. Um, yeah. And like, um, just like get what it wants to get done. Um, and then it, play, it plays four bosses as well. It's just, it wants to be able to boss when it can. Right. Um, I think it's it's not like the craziest deck, but it's a kind of, it's an, a little bit of an interesting one. Yeah, well, it's leaning in the path, and then they also play four Ionos, the other supporter that we play four of. Yeah, so. four Iono and two Judge as well, so it just, like, annoy your opponent some. Um, I, I don't personally actually think this is the best build. I think there's, I think running, like, Pidgeot and, like, being a bit more toolboxy mm-hmm. is, is a little more consistent, but also, uh, I mean, it's just, like, a it's an Arceus Path deck. Right, designed to counter the Pidgeot EX is, is part of it, too. Bossing to hit yeah. the prizes or shutting down your opponent's abilities during the game. So and it does play the one Spiritomb copy as well. Um, yeah, to... but I think yeah, I think you should talk about your next deck. Okay, um, which is a bit more spicy. Um, I, yeah, I guess so. I mean, this was now you said your deck was the best deck, the Arceus, but the Entei deck actually came in second place in a one twenty nine person well, tournament. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, uh, uh, it, yeah, but, but I feel like I know you're discounting um, that. I know. I'm just saying, you know. Um, look, Arceus is very good, has been good, still is. This is, is a Reggie's deck, so with the six different Reggies to uh, power it up, right? You're s- certainly familiar with it, and it was, you know, this wasn't... Uh, I'll say, if you aren't familiar with it, you, you get a lot of Pokemon into play, um, and you hope. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, and rotation really kind of took the deck out, but now it's kind of made a comeback a little bit. It was actually a top 10 deck because there was special energy, I think, for every type of energy before rotation. No, it can, well, it can still be basic too, but Aurora energy That's is a true. big deal. Right, Aurora. And, and you could play like Speed Lightning to get some extra cards to draw. And it had Scoop Up Net, so Reggie Drago, which one's in the active, you had to draw out of three cards in hand, you could scoop it up and set up. The, so scoop, scoop Up Net gone, some of the special energies being gone, hurts it. But yes, you get, have to get all six Reggies into play, which is Lightning, Fighting, Colorless, Dragon, Metal, Water, you do get to hit for a lot of different weaknesses, right? So lightning, yeah, but they're not like good. the best Fighting's weaknesses. Good. They're they're okay. Yes, um, you want to be hitting like honestly, right now the weaknesses you're hitting, you want to hit are dark, dark or grass. Yeah. You do. Um, it's missing those. But you know, you see Chen Pao, you have Reggie Steel, lightning still, right? Is, is, no, is... Uh, yeah, Reggie, it's okay in that matchup, but. Um... And yeah, I don't know. I think it, it, it's an it's a bit of an awkward deck. It is. So you play Luminous Energy, um, 
It, it, right. So with Reggie Drago, when you have all six in play, then Reggie Drago has the ability that you accelerate three energies so then you discard pile. Um, I believe it's any way you want. Is that correct? Or is it to um, one Pokemon? Uh, no, no, to one of your Pokemon. So one Pokemon. So that's your attacker. And you usually are just powering up the attacker. It gets knocked out. You power up again. You hope. And then you you got to get the Pokemon back and play the next turn. So... Uh, Lost City is certainly a problem because then you may not be able to get the Pokemon back. So it plays. You're, so you're getting these. So it plays. It's doing heavy ball because if most of the Pokemon you play two of, you've got to get at least one in play for, of each or you can't play the game. It plays three Rod because you've got to recover, recover, recover as they get knocked out. Uh, hopefully you don't run out of Rods before the game ends or else you lost again. Um, one artisan to set up, but then Path to the Peak. So, right, because you have no rule box Pokemon, so Path to the Peak, which is good, and deck, a lot of decks play it, so throw a lot of that in there um, and and get going, right? And uh, obviously you don't want to see Flying Pikachu. You just scoop at that point. And with Luminous Energy, provides whatever type you need, and you need it like to t- attack with... Um, oh, no, Red Ice you can't attack with. That's right, because you don't play water energy, and you can only have one luminous. Oh, energy. this list doesn't. Uh, yeah, this list doesn't. So uh, you, you can't attack with Regis. It seems bad. I feel like Regis is like the best one. So you can't attack with um, Regis right. or Reggie Draco. Correct. Right. You, they have to play some I more like types of basic good. energy. Um, yeah, I mean the Reggie Drago is good. I mean, you, it it see, does one sixty, which is more than most yeah. of the others' base damage do. It's the highest for three energy. Generally speaking, right? Well, Reggie Steel might do more, depending. Yeah, but probably not. <laughs> right, and Reggie Gigas does more. Well, actually, not only more if it's a V Max, and then it's that's five yeah. energy. So, so that's not great. Um, so yeah, I, I would yeah. So, it, but then as you because there's no Aurora energy, then you're adding another two or three types of energy, right? And and that's not good to have that yeah, more energy. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think this with Reggie is the way you have to do it right now. You need to cut, you can't attack with all of them. Uh, so this person's chosen to go with Reggie Rock, Reggie Lecky, um, Reggie Steel, and then some Reggie and Reggie Gears as well. Um, and that's fine. I mean, you have to pick and choose. You can't choose everything. Um, and that's like very important to understand. Yeah. And I, at this point, I would definitely go with Lightning and Fighting because those are still important. And then I think it's. Um, what do you hit with? Lightning. I mean, you can hit like. I guess uh, it's okay. You got like Lugia, but right, Lugia. Someone eh. says Palkia. Palkia is still a good deck too. I don't know that it would be okay. A, yeah. It, it certainly. It look. It, it it's viable. I mean, look. I I think I might include the what I want. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know that I want the Reggie Steel. If you're you're planning hitting Baxcalibur, I suppose to, to to include that. So. Yeah. Um. um. Anyway, I don't think I don't think it's a great deck right now, but it's like a fun deck. It's a deck people want to work. Right. I mean, it came on like I said, it was a strong deck early on. It it, it was a surprise deck when it was strong. People didn't respect it really. They thought it was a this was supposed to be a meme deck. Um, but yeah, I think it was. It came out in Astral Radiant. I think it was on, on Play Limitless. No, never mind. It's um, let's see. In Silver Tempest form, it was the fourth most played deck. It's just like crazy. Yeah. Now that was before people like us, most people were on live, right? So PTCGO, this deck was relatively affordable. So that was oh it, yeah, that it was a top ten it, deck think... that everybody could afford, which mm-hmm. did help it. Um, but also, like you said, it had the special energies. Like I said, scoop up net. It was just it was a better deck at that time than it is now. Yeah, I'm looking at the meta, and it's. Like, this meta is crazy. We'll save this for another episode, I think. Okay. But it came 15th out of two in a 201-person tournament, 6-2-0. and oh. So a deck like this can work, right? And, and I do think if, you, if, you, if you're good with Reggies, and, if, again, people aren't as skilled against playing against Reggies because single-prize deck that can hit for big damage, which is, you know, obviously a nice thing to do. You got to know the prize mapping properly, how to navigate the deck. You could, if you want to play a deck like this on live on the ladder, you can easily, you can go 500 or better, I think, for sure, with a deck like this, which is, I, well, think, I think, if you're good. I don't, I don't know. That's, I, I'm not sure about that one. I, I here, I got sure. a challenge for you. Okay. Play, play 20 games with a Reggie stack. Uh-huh. Um, and do like a certain amount, and then get to a point where you, 
Um, out of ten games in a row, you win. Um, six. Like so, you can you can play so as many games as you want. Five hundred. Yeah, at some six point and, six and four stretch. Yep. In back to back games. Yep. Without okay, and hopefully don't don't spend all month trying to do it because eventually yeah. you would. But I mean, you said this is this is a it's a deck you can go five hundred with. I don't know about that. I don't think this deck's particularly good. Um. Okay. But you know. All right. Well, why don't you you talk about a deck that that is a a, a better deck then, right? Yeah, it's obviously. So I have to charge the extra the Leafy on VMAX. So, um, <laughs> yeah, no, this is a deck. I actually didn't really look at too much, okay. but I saw. I think I saw this, and then you showed it to me as well. This is Veggie yeah. Draco V Star. If you don't know what Veggie Draco V Star does, it's up V Star, um, and it copies uh, Dragon Pokemon in your discard pile. Yeah, this particular list makes. I was gonna say interesting choices, but actually they're just they make a lot of sense. Um, but. Actually, it only runs a 2-2 Veggie Draco. It runs a 2-0-2 Charizard EX, which, if you don't know, evolves. Uh, it's always Fire Energy when it evolves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it also is a good attacker. Um, yes. And then Leafeon V and VMAX. The VMAX doesn't do too much here. It's a tech, I believe, for the Charizard matchup. But the Leafeon V mm-hmm. here is a very good uh, Pokemon. It accelerates grass ends your turn, but it's a good Pokemon. Um, and then yeah. that's going to accelerate. Veggie Draco is two grass and a fire, so Charizard plus attachment won't get you there. But... No, um, you don't. Necess- you don't have to use Leafy on to attack turn two, uh, which is good. So, and then it runs Traildon, Giratina, um, Gudra, which in my opinion are the three classics, as well as Norgram, which I-, I feel like you should always play as well now. Yeah. Um, and then Garchomp for Snipe. It is a pivot as well. Um, and then it plays Dragonite, which in a list like this is insanely good because it slides your basic energy uh, into play to set up your vid- next Veggie Draco. Yeah, so, so so let me just ask you this. So the Garchomp, which is a pivot, like you said, but then you can't attack with it. So how to play that's always a bit tricky to me. Oh, yeah, yeah. I probably wouldn't use it. I think in um, in Gardenia's builds, you, you could okay. uh, you play it down. It's in this, and then you probably play multiple Garchomps. Um, I don't think Garchomp V is... Um, you probably don't play it as a pivot. You don't want to pivot with it. It's just the snipe attack. Um but yet, so, so you discard three energy from the Pokemon, though. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a it's a, so it's that's a, two a, a snipe cl- discard three. Yeah, so it's a closer. You better win with that because you're not attacking next turn probably with this build. Uh, yeah, probably not. Uh, and then one thing I also want to say is you can attack with Charizard DX. Um, yeah. This stat list had this do it did it went six and three. So um, I mean it's it's like you got a bunch of stuff. Um, it can definitely go badly. Uh, mm-hmm. But it could go well as well. I think it's like a fun concept, and I'll probably try it out at some point. Yeah, look, it, it finished uh, eighth overall in a 116-person event. Eighth, yeah, I mean, top oh, cut then. Impressive. So that's very, you know, probably it's like six and three isn't that good. But I mean, six no, and three is like solid. They but, right, they lost um, their first uh, game in top cut. So that so they were six and two. It must have probably made it by resistance, I would guess. Um, they lost to what? They lost to an Urshifu Inteleon deck, or Inteleon Urshifu. Sorry, I, I should never miss say that. Should right. I? And then they now, lost to um, Gardevoir, and they lost to Lost Zone Box. Just yeah. Um, so, so, but you know, beat other solid anyway, decks. Anyway, it's like solid. Um, I, I think it's a yeah. fun concept. Uh, but then you want to go into your next deck? Yeah, I'll just say this: spicier. the thing I don't like, the real risk to this deck to me is getting those energies in play because you got to get two grass on Reggie Drago, so you might not be able to attack turn two if you don't hit what you need. If you don't get Leafeon or a grass energy in your turn, your turn one hand, you're not attacking, right? Because you can't pr- get two grass energies. Yeah, we have like a bunch of outs, and if a squawk, uh, it know. shouldn't be that hard. To I do. just it makes me nervous. I'd rather play it with either Arceus or. Something else to go or even uh, I'd even rather like, see a Gardenia's maybe uh, or two. I know yeah, Gardenia's I actually think is a Gardenia's could be good. okay in this list, but um. So, but it's a fun deck hitting having those options, and and Noivern is is fun when you win with that. So, but well, yeah, you want to move on, and so the the last deck that I'm going to talk about is a V Union box deck, which I did a video on when as soon as I saw it. It went uh, it came in tenth in hundred and twelve out of hundred and twelve people, so solid for sure. It went five, one and one. And it's a V V unions, if you're not familiar with them, because you don't see a lot of them for good reason, because they're not that good generally. Uh, 
it's it's a like kind of a giant Pokemon card that's been cut into four pieces. You have to get all four pieces into the discard pile. Each one is its own separate card, and then they have the ability from the discard pile. It can be put into play onto your bench. That's it's that's yeah. Oh, just wondering. So or, you you've played with V unions, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you know what it says in live when you click to put it into play? I don't know. I don't. It says it says how to put a V union into play. Oh yeah, that's like, what you have to click like on. Funny. Yeah, it's very like funny and it's kind of strange. Right. If you play Vunions, the, the the your discard pile will glow when you can use those abilities. It should glow at least. The the what that's not always correct. And then yes, figuring out what to click on. Actually, I, I did. I that's right. I remember trying to figure that out and struggled some at first because I wasn't sure how to do it. Yes, you click on that thing that says how to do it, and then it puts it into play. Um, and the, it plays three V unions. The Mewtwo V, v union, that's the one that's seen the most play. Uh, partly, what I think started with Sander with a control deck because it can heal 200 damage each turn at 310 HP. It's hard to one-shot, and then you could just kind of keep your opponent from knocking you out till they deck out. Um, but it has some nice attacks, 300 for four, if I remember right, which is big. And then you spread one 16 damage counters around however you want for three energy so uh very nice there generally for all of these in the plays a, a greninja reunion which i didn't have before this i crafted for this as well as pikachu pikachu reunion um pikachu is the to me the least helpful of them i very match dependent it's lightning type so if you need that but the greninja has which was the attack that i liked with it has a, a spread one a spread one right I yeah, got it does, uh, I think it's 100 piece. to each of their bench. It's yeah, 100. On, uh, one of the bottom paths. Yes, Here, it's I got, on I got the it. uh, right knee. Uh, yeah. And the yes. The Greninja's um, groin card. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll stick with the knee to keep it family friendly here. But yes, uh, Twister, yeah. uh, Shuriken for water, water, colorless. They're all basically three energy for the most part. The attacks, two of whatever the type is, and one colorless is usually what they have. So you got to choose that out but there's 100 to each of your opponent's bench booking which can be super effective in a lot of matchups so um you know that situationally that's very good um and then it plays a 2-2 arceus because you want to with a v union deck to make it work you've got to get now normally with v union sorry you play peonia because if a one piece is prized you can't play the v union because you have to get them all in the discard so normally you play a peonia or two the problem with peonia i i will say is you have to get the Peonia, and then you have to hopefully pick the right three cards to get the piece, and then you need to be able to discard it, right? So that's that turn. And then you've used your supporter for turn, so you're probably not having the big turn you wanted. So you've kind of wasted a turn, I find, when you have to use the Peonia. It, it, it's, you're way behind. You're probably at least a turn behind when you have to use Peonia in the game, and that probably costs you the game, I will say. So while Peonia's yeah. good, you lose the game usually when you have to use it. That's my experience. Yeah, I think um, yeah. So I, I play control uh, and peon and control. You get more turns, um, and even right. then, if you prize something, it still kind of sucks. Um, so you can get there, and you eventually will. But that could cause you to lose the game. Mm-hmm. It isn't always because it says that there's more turns, but in like a in reunions, if you prize it, you can't. I, it's usually not really worth going for the reunion. You'll probably right. KO, take. You you should just try to k- take KOs with Arceus and pull it out right. that way. Right, but so here what happens is no Peonia, you have played three V unions, so basically, I played the deck a decent number of times, I never had, I don't think I had a game where I had all three, a prize from all three prizes, I certainly had games where pieces of two were prized, and that you just work with, you just work with whatever V, v unions you have, usually you have two of the three you can play with, which may or may not be what you need for, for the matchup, but you know what, you just go with it, right, Arceus, and because they're not, they're not bad. Oh, do you talk about Pikachu V union also? No, I did not. So okay, I'll say quickly. Um, yes. There has well, actually there's three attacks. The one's two fifty for three, which is pretty solid. Um, yes. But then the ones for uh, three, it's one fifty in item lock, which is also good. Mm-hmm. And the one that I always seem to use is shocking shock. I've I've not read the name before. Shocking, shocking shock. shock. Yeah, they, um, a little lack really of creativity there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, one twenty for lightning colors, and then on a coin flip, it paralyzes. Um, because yes. I always find I play this like a few times. I'm always down. Uh, for some reason, Pikachu, which is probably the worst one, is always the one that's not prized. Um, and on <laughs> turn like five, I like get into play, 
and then I've inevitably discarded most of my energies, so I have very little energy left. But I can use this attack, and I just got to gamble and hope I win. And it sometimes <laughs> works, but usually doesn't. Um, yeah. Yeah, you, you can, right, you paralyze or you item lock. Well, look, because if you pull it off, right, um, Vikavolt V with, with item lock, and it did, what, 50 damage, right, was, was, was effective effective-ish, right? So now you're doing a lot more damage, so it has, in theory, could be good. But yeah, the, the 250 damage for 3 energy is the best damage output for 3 energy, but you play 4 energy of each type, basic type. Yeah, or best single target damage. Yes, best single target damage, yes. Um, so that has a place, but you play 4 basic energy of each type. You need, generally, th 2 basic energies of each to pull off your attacks, so... Um, you got to be careful with discarding energies, um, as you set up. You do have Rod to get them back. You can use the V Union gain. Yeah, and I, thought, gain I thought this that's... Rian Recycler, but I guess it doesn't. Maybe I'm thinking of some other list. Yeah, maybe a different one. Um, Recycler puts what is it five basic energy into the deck? Yeah, up mm -hmm. to five, right? This does three, but it can be Pokemon or uh, energy. Yeah, you can like recover your like V Union <laughs> pieces. Yeah, <laughs> all I mean... your squawk abilities. Yeah, get Squawkable. And if I play Glaring Articuno, I like see that. That's fun to play, too. You don't get to play a card like Glaring Articuno very often. You discard two. Articuno V, specifically. There is a non-V yes. as well, which is probably better. <laughs> yes, but you get but in a deck like this, it's good. You discard two to draw one, which is not a good engine, but you got to discard. You might play Super Rod to get back your Arena Alakazam, because obviously Painful Spoons, you move two up to two damage counters, and with Mewtwo's uh, spread, you know, damage placing account attack is... Uh, can pair nicely. And then you get to play Adventurer's Discovery, so you get to play cards you don't normally play in decks, right, because it, it makes sense in this. Um, which, you know, so it's kind of the fun of trying something a little different with this. Obviously, the deck wishes Quick Ball was back in format instead of Nest Ball, because you don't, you don't really, the only discarding, you have a couple Trekking Shoes and then Ultra Ball, so uh, getting the Venue pieces discarded out there in hand, that can be a challenge with the, with the options we have today, too. Yeah. Um, and I think that might be something we're actually going to talk about next episode as well. Um, okay. But moving on, I think, to the last deck. Yep. Um, or actually two decks. Um, so I actually played, and see, there's this lovely little person called uh, who played in a tournament called Subscribe to Ten Place Types <laughs> on YouTube. Um, so that's some interesting... An interesting name there. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, so I played in a tournament. I played, I actually just made a video on this as well, I think. Um, so I'm not going to get too much in depth on this list, but I played Control. There's also like Snorlax Stall. So um, mm -hmm. uh, do you want to introduce Snorlax Stall as well? Because you said you played that. I know how to play it, but I don't know if you have any uh, other insight. I mean, well, compared to the deck, your deck, Snorlax Stall is a very simple deck, right? Um, the Snorlax, yeah, you put I think a... I ended up simplifying my deck some, and Snorlax Stall, this is a. Um, some builds have a bit more um, unique aspects to them as well. It's not just Snorlax. Right. It does have a couple attackers you lose late get, use late game, but really you have to stall them out. Uh, you have a bunch of gusting options. Let me look. Yeah, four re boss, which you play. Four would almost always play. Four cross switchers, and it's placed three Pokemon catchers. I, you know, I might even want to toss a fourth in, but you know, they played three. Because um, you got to you're get gusting up the Pokemon that they don't want to attack with. There have Sorry, how many cross switchers did it play? Are we looking at the same list? I don't think we this did. list plays four. Uh, this one plays two cross switcher. Okay, this list that seems sketchy. <laughs> they came. This list came in eighteen of out of one thirteen went four, two, and one. So okay. well, the, I think this I'm looking at came. I think it came it, like second. It might have been more successful, but what? So but wait, anyway. what did it play for? Did you say? Played three boss, three cap, three. Pokemon Catcher and two Cross Switcher, which is not as much, but then has like two Pal Pad. So, right. Well, this has two Pal Pad also. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I mean, you you, you want to get them stuck in the act if your opponent has to run through their resources, switching into the attackers. You have Misfortune Sisters, which is really nice. Also, you look at I think the top five cards and can discard any items you find there, which is good. Although the one of the last games I played, I it wouldn't let me pick all the switch cards because it had live was glitching and that made me very unhappy when I couldn't discard the switch cards. Because that kind of really yeah, ruined the day. Two I had one with Yuvaltal. Um, that was against like a, like I think Mufi Max. Oh, with discarding like, energies. Like, yeah, and they, like wouldn't let me discard all their special energies. Yeah. So, uh, but but right, but again, you, you you make it so that they can't attack anymore. At that point, then you deck them out. It's a very 
easy infinite deck. Your li list is more complicated. It plays Pidgeot V, so you just bench it. And... Oh, yours, yeah. The list I'm looking at doesn't run Pidgeot. Okay. It actually runs Path as well. Does your list run Path? I don't know why this list runs No, this path. doesn't play Path. It plays three Temple of Sinnoh. Okay, that makes sense. Which obviously shuts yeah. down a lot of the, de the, color, the, the special energies, which causes grief for decks too. Um, I think this is, yeah, I think I played this list or something similar to it. Um, and they do play a Silene, which is in your deck, too, to help recycle cards. Um, but, and then Mimikyu, Rotom V to help set up, right? Yeah, sorry, a uh, question about, do, does it play Psychic Energy or does it just play Mimikyu? Uh, no, just, you just no Psychic Energy. Just, it plays, th this one plays three water. Okay. Um, um, so I'll, I'll talk about that in a second, but. So, so the water here is for these two attacks are useful. Late Rotom V, you'll talk about in your list, and you probably played Manaphy in your list as well, right? So yeah, but it, it, Manaphy drags a Pokemon from hand into play. Uh, Echoing Horn drags, puts Pokemon from the bench into play, or just sorry, from the discard into play. Right, Manaphy's up to two basic Pokemon from their hand to the bench. So yeah, I don't. You don't really have too much need for grabbing multiple. Probably not. Um, yeah, probably. You might do it if you, you have the shot, the chance, because it probably won't hurt, but you need one and... And yeah. get it stuck there, right? Usually, yeah, you want the one with the biggest retreat, because if you're up against a stall deck like this... Well, no, it doesn't matter the retreat cost. Uh, oh, that's true. It Correct. just matters that they, they like, can't, can't like, attack you. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes, so... Um, but, because the way to beat a deck like this is not to bench Pokemon you can't attack with... I, it's your 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 videos like decks that play Radiant Greninja but can't attack because they don't play Water Energy don't bench it. But then I think your opponents were like benching the Radiant Greninja. I know I think I had that too. Um, at times, yeah. Know. But if if they're smart and don't discard it or don't play it, then you can get it from the discard to the bench with Echoing Horn or from the hand with Manaphy. But you don't want to attack with Manaphy usually early unless you need to. And then Crabominable, this deck plays. It's a mill card. A trigger avalanche. That's the attack you use. You discard the top two cards of your opponent's deck, but you, you know, usually, you only usually to me want to do that once you've had they've switched so many times they can't switch out anymore, right? You played the stall Snorlax card and they've run through their switches in the deck. They're probably out of switches. You want to get the game over sooner than you attack Krabomble to close things out. Yeah, I personally don't think Krabomble is a very good card. Yeah. Um, I think it's like sometimes you'd like need it as like a Hail Mary to just like hope you get something mm -hmm. um, and like get lucky off of it. Um, or you've already won, in which case it doesn't really matter if you Krabamble or not because you've, you've essentially won the game. Yeah. So um, that, that's true. It speeds up the game. I, I really I'm not sure if I really played it because you, you don't want to use it until it's the very end of the game. And at that point, you, you have Pidgeot V, so you're infinite anyway. So, you know, you're just saving five minutes of time probably. That's all it does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I'll talk about my control list. Yeah. Uh, notably, um, mine is not as stall-based and, like, trap-based. It can do that using Mawile, actually. Um, Mawile is simpler um, well, to trap with. You, ha you attack well, you just, with it for one call yeah, you attack energy. with it. Um, yeah. So, actually, I guess in that sense, it's not simpler. But then it applies an effect, so they can't... Even if they guessed around my while, they can't switch out. I, I think it's right. a little better. Uh, but then it's also like one card tech. Um, I, I, decks very rarely run like one Snorlax. Um, but then it right. has a bunch of different walls and like recovery and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, the one thing I want to say about Mimikyu is most decks can eventually get through Mimikyu. Um, yes. Through, say, like Flaffy uh, and, and like uh, Lightning Base deck. Mm -hmm. um, so you do a pot helmet to reduce damage. Uh, so, for example, if you're getting hit by, say, a baby Mew. Um, which hits 30, how will induce that time? Nothing. But uh, that being said, like, like that's probably not happening. <laughs> so um, I think you do want to be able to attack with Mimikyu. Otherwise, you will not be able to win the game because they will eventually get something going. Um, yeah. So that, I mean, that's I, my thought. Yeah, I mean, I think Mimikyu is one just you're slowing your opponent down by a turn or two. You put the Mimikyu in, yeah, maybe you gust up too while you get your board state set up. That, yeah, it's definitely like a, an okay wall. Um, arguably, Diancie is better as well, because mm -hmm. um, that like you can't get gusted. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I think I think that's it for this episode, right? Um, uh, yeah, I mean, look, we your deck is much more control based, and like you said, you were successful. Uh, yeah. So it's it's not now in terms of it's not really this is under the other category. Certainly, it's not a uh, 
which really is not its own category, right? It's it's not its yeah, own archetype. Uh, yeah, I'd say most. I'd say if I had to say that other deck was a category, though it would be control decks, probably around or I, I don't actually know yeah. usually when a new set drops it's just some certain deck that they haven't categorized yet but right now i think it's mostly control probably or like half control and then half some like really interesting random stuff mm-hmm. like that reunion box i'm looking at the top four decks yeah uh, i think the t- out of the top six um half of them are control uh and then some are just miscategories categorized as well which happens like yeah yeah, and there probably are a few if you go in that are just different attackers that just aren't used enough that they're not making it its own category. Yeah, um, like this Fortress Vespaquin deck. <laughs> oh man, don't hate on that. But yeah, look, um, I mean, I think this type of deck is is interesting. I think you you know you play a lot of these types of decks too. You even played one to a tournament to success. So um, yeah, you don't have to choose one of the top ten decks to be successful. And certainly not to enjoy the game. You know, play the type of decks you want to play. There's there's a lot of options out there. And that's mm-hmm. really, yeah, that that's what I would close on. Yeah, uh, I'll con- close with something slightly different. Uh, and that is going to be, in the great words of this person, subscribe to 10 types. Um, no, uh, but yeah, seriously, uh, if you enjoy our content, uh, check us out. Subscribe to our YouTube channels. We might be switching things up. We might not be releasing this on podcasting platforms. Um, I'm interested in hearing what you have to say on that. Um, obviously, our yep. podcast isn't our most popular thing. <laughs> not like we're the most popular people anyways. Um, but we're interested in hearing what your thoughts are on that. Uh, and... Yeah, uh, check us out, Uncommon Fossil, 10 Types on YouTube. Uh, um, possibly the podcast will show up differently on YouTube uh, in, a, in a better way. We, will, we don't want to certainly make it show up in a worse way, but there's a way to change that, uh, which might work better for yeah. podcast listening. Um, or if you just if you find that the visuals are very helpful, like necessary to watch this, um, like all that, if you just like glued to your screen for an hour, um, tell us that as well. Uh, but we hope you enjoyed, and we're excited to see you next time. Take care.